Mini, 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 Faith by George Michael? No, I was doing I was going for a Mission Impossible thing because um, at the end of last week's episode, yes, didn't give a hint. Mm-mm. So, dear listener, your mission, should you choose to accept it, will be to decipher and figure out what next week's episode will be about before we reveal it at the end of this minisode. Right, because I'm going to drop the Hinsky at the beginning. Right now. Right, right this second. At this moment in time. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> so, your mission, should you choose to accept it, and you will, is figure out what this movie is from this hint in about 20, 30 minutes. Because I don't know how long this show is going to be. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Save a horse. Write a comic. That's it. There we go. Okay. So get that in your brains and figure that out. And, uh, you know, don't figure it out while you're listening to the podcast. Like, don't be rude. Just, like, listen to us, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then before we do the reveal, just pause it and then put the, you know, hints together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, just, we don't want to have to call on you in class, like, if we notice you not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just, like, it's awkward. Um... We had a lot of comments about Suicide Squad. <laughs> a few, yeah. Uh, I think we have enough we could probably fill this episode with. So, I mean, a lot of them are quick. Um, not many are glowing uh, about the movie. Some of them are radioactive, though. <laughs> yes. Up and atom with these comments. <laughs> Up and at them. Up and atom. Up and at them. Up and atom. Up and at them. Better. Steel and bits. Uh, so I guess I guess I'll start this out okay. with uh, some comments we've received about Suicide Squad. So the Death by Film podcast at Death by Film Pod referred to it as Hot Topic the movie. It's not an unfair accusation, <laughs> especially when it comes to uh, the Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, to be fair, to be yeah. fair, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Let's keep going. Z Kitty uh, podcast, the Zombie Kitty podcast. Um, honestly, I enjoyed it as a so bad it's good film. Yes, it has a shit ton of problems, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, Leto's Joker can fuck off though. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Leto's Joker can fuck off. Um, but I would say I I probably disliked this movie more than you did. Yeah, I, it goes I without saying. Me, well, it I, made me it, Nick Furious. So. Yes, it did. And I, I said it required no poor judgment night to watch. That's right. Uh, I'm going to group these together because it's from the same person. Okay. Um, but Steve, over at Everything I Learned From Movies, at EILF Movies, said Slipknot is my favorite. Because he's Canadian, and Canadians are awesome. I'm assuming he's being facetious. <laughs> but then he I'm said... Not. But then he said, Somebody asked me once if I'd rather watch this again or Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, and after careful consideration, I blocked them on Twitter and continued watching Congo. 
Oh, another animal exploitation movie. He gets that from his wife, you know. Oh, Congo. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like... I just remember watching Congo when... I mean, how... I mean, it came out in 95, so yeah, I would have been the right age where I thought, like, oh, cool, it's like Jurassic Park. But with nope. gorillas. <laughs> Not even fucking close. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Francesca, uh, mm-hmm. there's no ads or anything here, just no, Francesca. Just some, some name Francesca on Twitter, okay. I think. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Just like Cher or Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite DC flick. Horrible villain, but some of the best casting of any of the superhero movies. I will say that there a fair point of the casting in this movie was on point. Yeah, I don't have any problem with the ca- the casting per se. I just think the writing did not serve them. Yeah. A- again, except for Jared Leto, who I thought was terrible. <laughs> yes. And again, I I'm not saying him as an actor because I haven't like you mentioned other things he was in that I haven't seen. But I will say that Joel Kinnaman was uh, uh I mean his character didn't help, but I thought he was kind of dull. He, but that's the thing, man. He is a he's a really he is a good actor, and I feel that when he gets he gets movies, and he doesn't get the opportunity to deliver. Like if you if you check him out in The Killing, he's got uh he's got some a good some good character stuff that he's doing. He's making some interesting choices uh, with the acting that he is he's doing in that series. Uh, I also he's I like him as this like that noir cop detective thing that he's doing on altered carbon but anytime he gets into a movie it's just it's he gets into like just these absolute turds and you feel i feel so bad for the guy mm-hmm. i don't feel so bad for him because i mean sure, I'm sure he made a shit ton of money off of both this and robocop but i feel bad that it's not helping his career in any real way it just helped me his bank accounts yeah i mean and like I don't know how well the RoboCop remake did in theaters, but this movie made bank, like huge bank. So yeah, it did. Um, all right, this is from the Besotted Geek podcast. Oh, so- when you, when you do this, make sure you speak in cursive. <laughs> what? Well, the, uh, let me give you. Actually, I'll read it if you, if I I'll give you an example of speaking in cursive. Okay, give okay? me an example. I only saw this movie once, but would watch it again. Didn't like the villain or the god aspects of the Diablo. Well, cast too big a challenge for the squad. I can see them doing the rescue uh, Waller mission while the JL take on other crap. Underused croc and boomerang misused in treacherous. <laughs> okay. It's, it's not slurring your words. It's speaking in cursive, and it's fucking elegant. Gotcha. But you can read that. I'm just making fun. Just well, I mean, you, you, you just read it, so we can. So he said he didn't like the villain. Too big a challenge for that. That's actually raises some good points. Is that yes. the Justice League should be doing the superhero shit? Well, let me get actually. Let me get into this because I, I I wanted to do this last week when we did the the show or the movie proper, but uh, we had a bit of a timetable issue, so I'm putting it off this week. Uh, so. To speak to uh, what the Besotted Geeks had to say here, I saw somebody uh, do a review of this movie where they felt that they that this could have been done better if they had just almost essentially torn down this movie and redone it. Take out the Enchantress and her brother and all that stuff and make the Joker the bad guy. Okay? Something so simple as that the Joker is the main villain. Um... 
wreaking havoc as the Joker does. They get the Suicide Squad to go after him because a Batman is off Batmaning and uh, the or the Justice League is taking care of something else. They send them in to try to stop the Joker, and you have not only him being the clear villain, one villain, easy to kind of process. You have the group who's trying to stop him. Harley Quinn, of course, is conflicted because she is on the team who is trying to stop him, but she's also kind of running interference to stop them from stopping him. And okay. I feel I feel that that would have been a better movie, and I'm 100% on, on, uh, on board with that if that had been the movie. Take it, I... Because... I, did, nobody I can think of gave a shit about the Enchantress, let alone knew who she was when this movie hit the theater, as far as like your average uh, casual moviegoer. And everybody cares even less now because we took Cara Delevingne down <laughs> a peg. <laughs> uh, Chris Doyle uh, here. Just having a bad day. Um, he he noted that uh, it is the only DC movie I've enjoyed. I actually took him to task on this. I responded and I was like, "Wonder Woman," and he said, "I stand by my statement." I liked Wonder Woman quite a bit, actually. I think Wonder Woman is great, um, um, but I wish they had changed out the last ten minutes. Yeah, because I like the. I mean, I enjoy the the emotional thing between her and Chris Pine is fantastic and it's well done. I think the final fight is bad. Okay, yeah. It's too Zack Snydery. It's too mm. like it's like here's you got Wonder Woman and she's like she's fighting, she's strong, she's powerful, and then they're like, yeah, it's because she's a god. Oh, okay. It <laughs> kind of goes against like everything we just watched. Yeah, I don't know, but um, I still I love the movie though. Like I, I thought it was really good. Just like the final fight was a little too CGI tastic for me. For that kind of movie. It works for like Infinity War. Where that's kind of like you're expecting that. And there's like a lot. Everybody has like crazy powers and shit. Like I get it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Wonder Woman just felt a bit out of place. Well, yeah. It, and it does. Because it's one of the. I, I, as far as I'm concerned so far. It's the only legitimately good DC movie that they've done. Yeah. Well. I, and we're. It's and, not the. It's not the only enjoyable one. Like obviously, I had. I derived some enjoyment out of the Suicide Squad, <laughs> and uh, I actually did derive some, you know, enjoyment out of Justice League. As little as that was there was able to be had, um, but it's uh, as uh, out of the out of those movies, it's the only objectively good one that's been done. Well, and I will say that we should note to the people listening, we're talking about like the DC EU, like man of steel to now, not like yeah. other DC movies. Cause there's been other good DC movies before yes. that, uh, namely made by Christopher Nolan, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton, and, Batman and Tim movies Burton. were good. Tim, yeah. Yeah. I like Tim Burton's if, first two Batman. Rich, uh, Richard two Donner's Batman. Superman. Yeah, exactly. Richard Donner. I would say the first and second Superman were good. Yeah. Uh, don't go past that, guys. Although, <laughs> what are you saying? Although I think I've mentioned like this Richard before. <laughs> although I mentioned this before, but controversially, I also kind of liked Superman Returns. So, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'll just say, I, I, I thought it was all right. Good. Yeah, I felt I a little. Was, I felt it a little bloated. It was I a little think. long, but I feel yeah. like people gave it more shit than it deserved. Than it deserved. Okay. Better than Suicide Squad. Well, <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Danny. Uh, he says the soundtrack really helped kill it. They obviously went the Guardians route of big 70s-80s songs. But slash 90s slash 2000s. 
Yeah. <laughs> but Guardians are a fun group of guys. These are sadistic contract killers. A deep, scary orchestra soundtrack would have punched up scenes better. Yeah, I, I, we, I think we mentioned the the soundtrack was like a Spotify playlist. What, and yeah, I get that uh, a, a scary orchestra might have done it, but I think that might have also been a hindrance to the movie. It might have made it seem a little bit more generic because there's no, there's nothing popping out at you in the movie, right? Right, exactly. It's like when they did, they did the Eminem track, and like for me, it was like, oh, hey, it's Eminem, and then. It, I, it made me. It gave me pause to think. Oh, that was the video where he was. He was dressed up like Robin, driving around in the Batmobile with Dr. Dre as Batman. <laughs> yeah. And this is happening in a DC movie, so. I, I also just found like that Eminem song was so distracting from what was going on on screen. Like yeah. it's it's again, music is supposed to enhance the experience, not take mm-hmm. away from it or tell you exactly what you should be feeling. Yeah. Like it's it's just. Whoever did the soundtrack, like, and chose where to put it, it did a terrible job. I don't know why Seven Nation Army was in there at one point by the White Stripes. Oh, okay. I don't remember and it, that. It's, it, well, that's it. Like, I remember that more than I remember the scene that it was for. Well, that should tell you right there. <laughs> yeah, to your point, that it, it detracts from the movie more than adding to it. Um, game it all. Some hacks. Super- <laughs> Wow, yeah. Let's just trash sponsors on the show. Trash sponsors. Uh, I got blackout drunk on this movie, so I don't remember much. Uh, I seem to remember not hating Will Smith and Margot Robbie. How could you? Margot Robbie, man. Like, just so mm, fine in this movie. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Uh, But it's coming to Netflix uh, later this month, so it might be time to rewatch it. Nope. Just... Just listen to our podcast, and it will it will you'll be like, okay, nope, nope, there, nope. I was right to only remember those two things. Also, I will say that last week when we did when we did Suicide Squad last week, just a heads up if anybody hasn't listened yet, it is not in order of the movie. <laughs> we tried, we really tried, but, but we... it was the movie's such a mess. Why should yeah. our podcast be linear? <laughs> we had to go back and be like, oh yeah, because we forgot to tell you about this. Oh oh yeah, and this because <laughs> there's so because there's much. so much stuff going on and they they glance over so many things it's like oh she was kidnapped oh now she has a tentacle monster around her head well i guess we're going to fight the oh we're going to the bar scene okay it's like the fuck is going on wait will smith is kaiser soze <laughs> spoiler alert yeah <laughs> it was tanya harding all along <laughs> that would be great <laughs> i would love that this is from the uh sci-fi double feature wait no, this is not. Sudden, this is from the Sudden, sudden Double, double Deep. Yeah. Sudden Double Deep film podcast. Um, they said, one of the worst examples of a modern blockbuster, edited by committee, the most laughable iteration of the Joker, ironically, and now we're doomed to witness approximately 80 million Harley Quinns over Halloween. I think I will get diminishing returns on that. I think eventually it'll be supplanted by some other, you know, hot villainess type character. Yeah, but again, I agree. Joker, not not a good part. No. Um, our good friend Sly uh, said needed about eighty percent less Joker, a one hundred percent better one, maybe about twenty percent less background stories. I give it a mediocre shrug of dismissal. Mm. Out of, I'm I, I'm guessing out of math because <laughs> Sly is big on the math, especially the percentages. So. I, I like to imagine that it was like Stallone, like I give him mediocre shrug of dismissal. It's too much math in this for it to be Sylvester Stallone. Hey, 
Oh, I'm a smart guy. You get back up! You keep fighting! I could count up to five in Roman numerals. <laughs> On two hands. Uh, this is from our good friend Jordan. He says, I thought it was a fun movie, but DC was trying to introduce things in a movie universe that's constantly in flux. That's another issue, I think. Mm. Is that DC... <clears throat> I find, like... I don't know. Like, the actors don't... Well, though, have the actors really changed? Not really. But, like, I feel like the... They keep setting things up and then never delivering. True, because what ha- it's it's like... Like like I said, um, they Warner Brothers has no sense of patience with these movies. No. When when um, Disney got Marvel, they were like, "This is the long game. We need mm-hmm. to sign these people to two or three movies, and we have to deliver on these movies. Some might underperform, some might overperform, but either way, if." If we have one that overperforms, we take that and help build up the one that may have underperformed because we still need those characters to make our end game be what it needs to be, well, i.e. like Infinity War. Well, and here's the thing too is that um, when they made Iron Man, they had no idea they were going to keep going. They no. they made Iron Man, they said, "Well, we let's uh <clears throat> let's hope this works." And because mm-hmm. it did so well, they're like, "Okay, we'll make Iron Man 2." And they're like, okay, let's do Captain America. Like, it just went from there. Yeah. And then they said, okay, now we can slowly build it because we've established that we have an audience. Whereas now they know that it's yeah, they were like, we want our franchise and we want it now. Exactly, and they and they paid the price for it dearly because Justice League did not do well. Well, not even that. I mean, Man of Steel. Yeah. It was. It's so tone deaf to what the character is about. I'm not even a big Superman guy, and I was like, this is. It's not really much of a Superman movie because just how like dark and broody it is, and he doesn't seem to give a shit about the people who are getting killed in all these fights. Well, well, and I'm not even like I'm not even talking quality wise because I I think um, I didn't think Justice League was like completely awful, but I'm mm. saying like financially wise, it did not do well at all. No, it, it lost the studio somewhere something like eighty million dollars. Yeah. And you look at the numbers and you think, oh, there's no way. It looks like it profited huge. But think about all the money in advertising they paid for that. They paid on that movie. See, that's the that's the thing that always bugs me about it. That whenever they put that into, whenever they put down budget, they that they are never say that that's factored into there, and that's stupid because if you want to get a good sense of how a movie did, you want the total budget. I think, so I feel when like they, they do that to make it look more impressive. I guess, but it's you, at the end of it, it's a lie. Yeah, it's a dirty lie. Filthy, filthy lies. Ugh. What do we got next? Um, at Total Cult Zone. Okay. Uh, it's all over the place and still managed to bore me. Quite an achievement. Yeah, I agree. I don't f- actually know. I think the fact that it was all over the place was the thing that actually is what drives it to be boring. It's because you can't, you don't have a chance to sit on something and care. But some bad movies that we've done that are all over the place, I feel like we're entertaining because they were so insane. Well, yes, because it's they're ineptly made. Like yeah. uh, to, to go back to that movie that Wyoming made, and <laughs> you know we watched that, and that's all over the place. Tonal shifts. Uh, they go from like one story to what's important to what's not, and it just it's just like you're you're so bombarded by the ludicrousness of it that you can't help but have fun. It's a super forgettable movie. Like I said, I watched it that morning 
when we did the podcast, and I still forgot what was going on when we by the time we got around to recording the podcast. That's terrible. This, yeah, this one here, they were trying, they were trying so hard, and because they were trying to put so much stuff into it, and stuff that you, it looks like you're supposed to kind of care about, it it comes up flat because you're like, I don't care about any of this stuff. I will say that it is um, competently made, but mm. that's about it. That's about all you can say about it. Um, Liz of the Nerdy Bitches podcast says... It could have been so much better. They missed some great opportunities. Uh, Margot Robbie and Will Smith stole the movie. As always, Amanda Waller is a C dash 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 dash. <laughs> oh, I thought she was giving her a C minus. Oh, I thought she was saying the C word. Oh, oh. Coconut? Yeah. As always, oh. Amanda Waller is a coconut. Okay. As always, Amanda Waller is... is a coconut. A coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. What do we got next? I actually uh, did. Is the, this one comment? I think it's it? one. It's from from Kev of the Fair City podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad, but not great. Is he Canadian? Because <laughs> that is a very Canadian thing to say. I don't know. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that good either. It's <laughs> uh, it's not bad, but it's not great. Clearly butchered in post. Yes. Uh, and feels like there's too much interference from the studio. Sounds like Monkey Bone. I mean, sounds familiar. It does sound like uh, Monkey Bone. <laughs> pretty strong cast, a number of likable characters, but let down with a by-the-numbers plot and a weak villain. Also, I'd like to see more of Leto's Joker. While I'm not a fan of how he looks, the ghetto clown, I think that's what that what little we saw was promising enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, six out of ten. Now, Kev, I, I would actually... I'm there's a partial agreement of, with you here. I, there were a lot of characters I felt that uh, that uh, were likable and could have been explored and, and let down. Um, the Ghetto Clown, not a fan of the look. I agree with that. Although, again, I don't feel that we need a Joker movie like we're going to get. Especially with not with Joker. this performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a not into it. Uh, Chris of the More Gooder Than podcast. You mean the Better Than podcast? More Gooder Than. The Better Than podcast. Uh, the More Gooder Than podcast says, the oh, it's a huge... Podcast. It's a More Gooder Than! I'm trying the to promote than their podcast. show. MGT. You've said their name like 12 times now. I think you're getting the promotion more, out there. More Gooder Than. That's, you know, and that's a, At, it's a better, better than the promotion you did before. I mean, it was even better than, right? At MGT podcast. Um, he just says, oh, it's a huge pile of poop emoji. <laughs> and that might be why my oldest one loved it because she loves the poop emoji for some reason. <laughs> uh, what's next? David says I've seen it twice, but each time I blocked it out to cope with the trauma. <laughs> I feel your pain, David. <laughs> uh, Duty of Shaken Not Nerd podcast says it's about a six point five out of ten. Show your work. <laughs> Where's your rubric? <laughs> I want to see breakdowns. <laughs> Uh, this this is one you'll you'll appreciate. So go ahead. Okay, so it's from Mackenzie. Yeah. Uh, and here's how to enjoy Suicide Squad. Remove Suicide Squad from the DVD player or stream. Put Suicide uh, put in Suicide Squad Assault on Arkham instead. Play Suicide Squad playlist off of Spotify while watching Assault on Arkham. Now you can enjoy a better movie with the same obnoxious mo- uh, music. There you go. It's fair because, yes, Assault on Arkham is by far the superior Suicide Squad movie. Yep. So, 
uh, Cody and David or say, say, I was bored by the messy, rushed experience and still cringe at the thought of Jared Leto's Joker to this day. And, yep, uh, we sure covered that Jared Leto is not good in this movie. <laughs> what's the last, what's the last I, one but the, Here's the thing, like, I don't know if that's the case. Like, you, there's, you, there's an extended cut, I haven't seen it. There might be better stuff with his Joker going on in there. Oh, spoiler also, alert, there is not. <laughs> also, at the end of it, you... you if the director's not seeing it, that's really more on the director because these they're supposed to be there to rein in, uh, you know, actors who are not hitting the mark. And like Josh said in last week's episode, there were people in the special effects department who were telling the director how to make the movie. Yeah. So I don't feel that David Ayer was like as on point or as observant as a director as he could have been. Which, here's the thing, I've heard about people, like, a director's being like, hey, if anyone has an idea and they want to come forward with it, great, like, no one's, no one's gonna be ignored. But, the thing is, the way Josh described it, it was like, hey, I got this idea, it's in a subway, and the director was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it like, wasn't the situation be- where it's like, let's collaborate, if you have an idea, let me know. It was like, hey, we want this to be shot in a dark bleak alley with this guy is alone actually what if we shot it in a subway with tons of people who are running for their lives do it yeah there there wasn't any deliberation on it yeah it was just we should do this okay <laughs> now uh we need we're gonna need uh uh 200 burgers for lunch today yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, holy shit so nathan we got a we lot got- on Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, we got one more. We got one last comment from our oh. good buddy Paul. All right. Uh, it says, I enjoyed myself, but I'm a very casual comic book fan, especially with DC. So I just took the movie as the movie. Mm. Also, Jared Leto is amazeballs as the Joker, and no one is convincing me otherwise. Well, Paul well. is off his meds. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Paul. <laughs> I, I would. I'm not gonna go so far as to say uh, amaze balls, but again, I feel it's it's one of those situations that, with a few tweaks, it definitely could have been serviceable. Yeah. You know, um, I I think yeah. the the if they'd taken a lot of the the juggalo aspect out of it, it might have uh, it might have helped. Oh, an insane clown posse cameo would have been great. Because <laughs> they they if you want to talk about. <sighs> A bad, bad movie. We could do one of their movies. Oh, the one with the misfits in it? Fucking big money rustlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those. Oof. Uh, yeah. Um, just one second. Cleo, go okay. lie down. Go. Fuck, stop standing over me like that. Weirdo. If we ever get big enough, that's going to be the name of our production company. <laughs> What's that? Cleo, go lie down. Cleo, go lay down productions. Yeah. <laughs> just always trying to get in when we're trying to do something <laughs> it's true all right um okay so what do we get okay so we got the, the movie reveal i guess did i tell you what it was no oh sweet okay <clears throat> so now nathan now that we've talked about suicide squad for an additional 25 30 minutes <laughs> right uh is there anything else you want to mention before we go into the movie reveal for next week 
Um, well, uh, you can check out Montrose Monkington III, Esquire. Uh, he's got his own YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, he's also got a Facebook, uh, Montrose Monkington III, Esquire and Friends. So you can be a friend of Montrose if you definitely want to get on board with being friends with a delightful British monkey puppet. Uh, and you can also follow him on Twitter if you're so inclined, uh, at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Uh, and uh, he chimes in from time to time. Uh, mostly he's, these days, he's following Jen Louise from Cultaholic. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I guess at this point, so Nathan, at the beginning yeah. of this episode, I said mm-hmm. save a horse, write a comic. Right. So let's take a listen to the trailer for what we're doing next week. Don't do this, Gerbils, please. Daddy! Don't do this, no! This mark will remind you of the man who took everything you had. After that night, Some say he was a changed man, that his spirit crossed over, giving him powers that can't be explained. Jonah here. I'm Colvin. Thinking you might need a... Cut him down! What happened to your face? Cut myself shaving. What happened to yours? Always do lock when you finally show up. Jeez, woman, how many men you see in a day? Quentin Turnbull is. You dare say that name to me? Quentin Turnbull surfaced about a month ago. We want Turnbull dead. Why don't you just say that to begin with? Anything new, Smith? Thought you'd never ask. But take it, that means you prove. This is the future. Future's right. Can you shoot? Can you? This war begins right here! I own you now! Not much for being owned. Turnbull! We're near settled our score. What's it like to go through life with a face like that? Let me show you. Still got that knife in your garter? I took it. Still got that derringer in your bustle? They took it all, Jonah. Well, searched you for darn good, didn't they? Wouldn't you? Yeah! Jonah Hex! Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking hell. All eighty-two glorious minutes. Uh, well, at least it'll be uh, it'll be toot sweet. Yeah, um, Josh Brolin talking to dead people. I think is this our third Brolin movie? It is. All right. I also we didn't mention this, but Suicide Squad was technically because he's in the movie, so it's technically our third Affleck movie too. Yeah. So there you go. We got Affleck and Brolin are head to head. <laughs> neck and neck neck and neck but yeah Jonah Hex next week um 
<laughs> is this our third comic book movie in a row? <laughs> Wait, no, second, second. This is the second, yeah. yeah. Well, keep keep this going, keep this keep this alive all summer. <laughs> um, hey, you know, it, it's easy too because you know, as of late, the the flopbusters have been definitely more comic book leaning. That's true. Yeah. Trust me, I've got something next month that is not actually. It may be based on a comic book. <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, all right. So that maybe we just change our, our summer theme next month, next year to fucking comic books. Or we could change the name of the podcast to "What Were They Inking?" Ooh, I like it. All right. That means I have to read a comic book. Because <laughs> I don't know how I feel about. No, that. just watch movies about it. Oh sweet. Guys, I liked in the movie when this happened. I mean, when I read it in the book. So, that's that's coming next week. Jonah Hex next week. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Just search What Were They Thinking. You can also find our Facebook group, What Were They Thinking Interactive. We're on all the podcatchers. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We have a YouTube page. And, you know, the Al Jazeera Network. All that good Teddy stuff. Ruxman Appreciation Society. <laughs> I like Teddy Ruxman Expression Society. Expression Society. <laughs> what that is is where you record all your feelings and thoughts and emotions and play them through a Teddy Ruxman. That's terrifying. <laughs> My existence is bleak and terrible, Grubby. I just watched Suicide Squad. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. But, um, yeah. I think, that, I think that'll do it. Do you, uh... I do have a question. I just a couple, I guess. I mean, this is the second time this has kind of happened to us, really. I mean, we we record a a, a podcast about uh, a movie, and then the next week we get n- like nothing but exclusive questions or comments about that movie. And it happened previously uh, with Human Centipede, and and it happened again now with. Um, with Suicide Squad, and if it doesn't happen this year in November with Gamera, all I have to say to our listeners is, what are you thinking? Hi everyone, I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And And we we make make up the Cutaways Podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye! Hey everyone, it's Chris and Mike from The Recasting Couch, the podcast where we take our favorite movies and discuss what they would be like with new actors in all the lead roles. Hey Mike, tell them where they can find us on social media. You can find our website at therecastingcouch.com or on Twitter at RecastingPod. And of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Android, or anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. Yeah, if there's a service that's not posting our pod, you let us know and we will rectify that immediately. Damn right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody.
happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hi, I'm Jay Batts. And I'm Michael. And we're the hosts of a very thought-provoking show called The What If Podcast. On it, we'll explore the big and little what-ifs of life and steer our listeners toward a better understanding of the real or hypothetical situations we might find ourselves in. Or not. On our journey, we'll learn interesting facts and fictions about the everyday world. And sometimes, most of the times, we'll dive headlong into rabbit holes that slide up against the subject and sharply turn away from it. Come along with us. We'll have fun and learn something new together. New episodes release every other Tuesday. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and anywhere fine podcasts are archived.